Hello to you and welcome to Coin Market Recap on Friday, the 17th of June. I'm Connor Sefton with your easy to understand roundup of today's top crypto stories. And coming up, Coin Market Cap's head of research, Alice Liu, joins me to explain why this crypto winter is very different to the one we saw back in 2018. Elon Musk's held an all-hands meeting with Twitter staff. We'll find out what he had to say about crypto. And in other developments, he's also being sued for $258 billion over allegations he played an instrumental role in running a Dogecoin pyramid scheme. Please do leave us a review if you can and give our show a follow on Apple Podcasts, Spotify and Google Podcasts. And I'd love to hear from you on Twitter. I'm at Connor Sefton. Coin Market Recap. Bitcoin's trading at $21,000 at the time we're recording this and Ether's at $1,100. But it's just staggering to look at how far they've both fallen over the past seven days. Bitcoin's plunged by 30% and Ether's down by a jaw-dropping 38%. Well, joining me to reflect on a pretty wild week for crypto is Alice Liu, CoinMarketCap's head of research. Hello, Alice. How are you doing? Hi, Connor. I'm very well, thanks. Happy to be here. Well, very happy to have you because we've got a lot to make sense of. Now, you've written a fantastic research note, which we've written about on CoinMarketCap Alexandria. And you've pointed out that this crypto winter is different from the one we saw in 2018. Why is that? Yeah, sure. So um, for this time, crypto is going into a bear market when the Mm -hmm. global markets are also expected to go into the negative uh, territory. Mm -hmm. And as we speak, um, Bitcoin and Ethereum are testing some very critical levels. Mm -hmm. And this has set a different stage compared to the last 2018-17 crypto winter. And looking back at 2018, Alice, Bitcoin fell by more than 80% then and slid from 20,000, which was the all-time high at the time, to 3,600 in one year. Now, do you think Bitcoin's going to fall by 80% this time around and head down to $13,000, which would be 80% fall from the all-time high we saw in November? Yeah, that's. I really hope this doesn't happen. Um, But there are a couple of things we need to look at, right? Mm -hmm. So when the global economic outlook isn't bright, it mm-hmm. amplifies the fear in crypto. Yes. And crypto fear and greed index has dropped down to nine, which is extreme fear, uh, from around 50, which is neutral, mm-hmm. back in March 2022. And what this double down negative outlook uh, really hurts crypto in two ways. So mm-hmm. firstly, investors are more likely uh, willing to sell and crystallize the losses when they believe the market will go, go further down undermining the hodler mentality. Yes. So that's the first point. And secondly, uh, there is less willingness to buy the dip uh, at current level when the price is expected to fall further. Mm-hmm. So these two points, we can see that from uh, a few on-chain metrics, uh, one of which is the Bitcoin hodler um, mentality ratio, which is accumulation trend score. Mm-hmm. Um, that is an on-chain metrics measuring the magnitude and duration of Bitcoin balance growth slash contraction that has fallen to a two-year low. As you say, 
not much sign of crypto investors wanting to buy the dip right now. What do you think has to change for Bitcoin to start looking attractive again? I think at this moment, we probably need to look at the global markets mm-hmm. um, because from my perspective, crypto is actually closer to a bottom than any other assets out there. Mm-hmm. Why I say that is because there are a few key events happened in the past month alone. For example, the crypto market has experienced the terror crash, the Celsius liquidity issue, yeah. and with Bitcoin price dropping 32% since the start of June, together with some potential uh, margin calls flushing out leverage within the market, uh, if Bitcoin testing tr- uh, falls below 20,000 and Ethereum falls below 1,000 US dollar. Mm-hmm. So all these events have already allowed the price, uh, the, the crypto to price in a high level of negative sentiment within the market compared with any other assets. So if you look at equities or fixed income, they only recently started to adjust their levels based on the macroeconomics, based on the central policy, uh, bank policies. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, waiting for the the, the general market uh, and economic outlook to turn a bit brighter with a bit more clarity, that will be a key thing I'm looking at for crypto prices. Yeah, and I guess another problem as well is Bitcoin's been really closely correlated with the stock market in recent months, hasn't it? Yes. Mm-hmm. Now, Bitcoin and Ether are coming to perilously close to some pretty psychologically significant areas. You've got $20,000 for Bitcoin and $1,000 for Ether. If we fall below these levels, are sell-offs going to accelerate? So there are two faults to this. The first one is um, if it drops below certain levels, I think some people will be willing to come into the market uh, seeing this as somewhat a... A, a good place to buy. Now, mm-hmm. that's the first part. The second part is, unfortunately, there are some critical uh, directed positions levels in the market that might get triggered for margin calls, and that will then become a downward spiral from there. So we yes. do have the positive and the negative coming at the same time. We'll just have to say how the market will react and um, together with the people's behavior um, within that situation. Yeah, and you, you mentioned Terra and Celsius a moment ago. I guess also there's a risk of further crypto projects imploding and whether that could drag Bitcoin down even further as well. Yeah, that's a very good uh, point because if some of these critical projects do start to fall apart, mm-hmm. then that could potentially become a systemic issue within the market. Um, but there are a lot of very close analysis uh, focusing in this, on, this, um, on this point. And I believe those projects at the same time as we are seeing on Twitter, they are doing their best um, to, to manage the, their positions. And I think that does give us a bit of uh, uh, comfort and confidence. Mm-hmm. And Alice, I just want to ask you about interest rates. We've seen the Fed announce its biggest rate hikes since 1994, and they say more are expected as the year goes on. I mean, we've been in a low interest rate environment for most of Bitcoin's existence. How do you think that interest rate rises will affect the performance of cryptocurrencies generally? Yeah, sure. Very good question, because um, there is 
there is a question of when the hike is going to stop and、mm-hmm. at what level and why. So we need to figure that one out、uh, first, and then we will talk about the triggering effect on crypto and other assets alike.、Mm-hmm. So first of all, we need to understand why Fed needs to、uh, hike the interest rate because inflation right now are going somewhat out of control. So the most data I have on hand、uh, in the U.S. is about eight point nine percent, and in the U.K. yesterday published about eleven percent inflation rate. Mm-hmm. Now, central banks they have their targets to put inflation under control.、Yeah. With economies going like this, they have to adjust the interest rate to bring it back to normal levels. So, therefore, the hikes that we've seen in the recent、uh, month and also for the few、uh, for the few months ahead that being planned in at which level would they stop? Well, when Fed and other central bank hike interest rates, it hurts the stock market. Mm-hmm. It hurts the economy.、Mm-hmm. It increases borrowing costs,、mm-hmm. and that ultimately will be reflected in the economic activities. And if we do have a slowdown within the、uh, aggregate demand or aggregate supply side, I think that's when central banks will then maybe readjust their position and say, "Do we go ahead with this?"、Mm-hmm. Now, coming down to your question, how that's going to affect crypto. As you mentioned, crypto is a、uh, risky asset, so it behaves somewhat in line with、um, the other risky asset you would expect, like equities. Now, when interest rate increases, equities normally market drops.、Mm-hmm. However, I think at this point, crypto will drop a lot more compared with equities for a couple of reasons. First of all, equity market has a lot of institutional investors. And they have nowhere to go.、Mm-hmm. Whereas crypto market is a lot more transparent, is a lot more、uh, fluid.、Mm-hmm. So I think the liquidity there is going to、um, amplify that effect. And this is a bit of an unusual question, Alice.、Um, <laughs> so you were mentioning the crypto fear and greed index before. Now, what's your personal crypto fear and in- greed index score like? Where are you on the scale of one to one hundred right now? Yes,、um, being so deep in this space, I actually feel not that negative at this point. Right, just、okay. for because I think a lot of the negativities and、um, stress has already been priced in. Now, until the general market condition changes, that we're going to a recession, and that will be a different outlook. But at this point, I think the most important thing is to. Take your time、mm-hmm. to look at this space because there are some great, great,、um, big projects, good quality things on sales right now. So、mm-hmm. I think it's about the time to educate ourselves. What are the good projects? What are they building? Who has potential? What areas should I invest in to capture us coming out of this downward trend? I think that's the most important thing.、Mm-hmm. Alice. Head of research at Coin Market Cap. I think we're going to be talking to you a lot more in the weeks and months to come.、Uh, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, Connor. Let's take a quick peek at some other news now. Elon Musk, as well as Tesla and SpaceX, are being sued for two hundred and fifty-eight billion dollars 
amid allegations they all played an instrumental role in running a Dogecoin pyramid scheme. American investor Kevin Johnson claims he was defrauded out of money after the billionaire promoted Doge on Twitter and called it a hustle on Saturday Night Live. Court documents filed in New York say Musk used his pedestal as the world's richest man to operate and manipulate the Dogecoin pyramid scheme for profit, exposure and amusement. Johnson says he wants to represent everyone who invested in Doge as part of a class action lawsuit. And beyond damages, other goals include stopping Musk from ever promoting the altcoin again and securing a declaration that trading this cryptocurrency is tantamount to gambling. Doge surged by 18,000% in a little over four months last year, hitting highs of 73 cents. But the meme coin's fallen by 92% since then. Dogecoin's co-founder, Billy Marcus, has described the lawsuit as stupid. And although Musk is yet to respond publicly, we can probably guess what his reaction would be to this court case. And speaking of Elon Musk, he finally came face-to-face with Twitter staff during an all-hands meeting on Thursday. The entrepreneur declared that it makes sense for Twitter to integrate crypto payments and said money is fundamentally digital at this point anyway. Of course, Twitter has dabbled in crypto for some time. Users can now accept tips in Bitcoin and Ether from their followers. The all-hands meeting is significant because it suggests that Musk is still interested in buying Twitter, despite his earlier concerns that the tech giant has more fake users than official figures suggest. During the meeting, Musk also warned that Twitter may lay off staff because costs exceed revenue. And crypto Twitter might be breathing a sigh of relief after he clarified that, while he believes all humans on the social network should be verified, he doesn't plan to compel users to reveal their real names. Although he may be attempting to calm the nerves of Twitter employees, it's fair to say they may still have a lot to be worried about. He's publicly criticised senior Twitter executives, questioned the site's moderation policies, declared that he intends to reverse Donald Trump's permanent ban and condemned the tech giant's work-from-home policy, calling for the firm's headquarters to be turned into a homeless shelter. That's it for today's CoinMarket Recap. There's plenty more news and features on our website over at coinmarketcap.com forward slash Alexandria. I'm Connor Sefton. Thanks so much for listening. Have a great day. And Molly Jane will be here with me tomorrow for our weekend edition. Bye-bye for now.